Welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. Do we have a fun night ahead Ooh, for y'all? Spicy. What's up, Steve? <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> uh, so just me and Steve tonight. Jeff's, I think he's building a house right now. Like legitimately, man. Probably like he, he got tired of building his trailer and yeah, <laughs> he's building he's, the house. So <laughs> yeah. So um Jeff's on Jeff's taking uh PTO, which is podcast time off. Uh for y'all that don't are in the podcast world. I love it. <laughs> and uh and he's he's pretty much remodeling the house right now. So yeah. uh props to Jeff and uh look mm-hmm. forward to when you get that wrapped up and uh you can get back into recording with us. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we have one more uh, note of announcements that's important, and I think we must start the show with a moment of silence for yeah. Franklin State Forest. <sighs> yeah, so Franklin State Forest, if you're, if you're not a local to the Nashville or, or Tennessee area, is uh, is probably was one of the closest areas to kind of just bug out maybe an hour, hour and a half from mm-hmm. Nashville and uh, just set up camp, maybe hit a little fire, a uh, little tree trail or something like that. Nothing big, yeah. but um, you know, maybe a weekend of exploring probably uh, yeah. out there. Um, it's actually where what we, me, you and Jeff met. Yeah. The first time. Oh yeah. What was that back in uh, 2019? Was maybe. It yeah. I think it was like, yeah, yeah no, no, of... it was 2020. It was, it was the it's origins the of the pandemic. Of... Yep, yep, I yeah, remember. Yeah, it was before masks were cool. Yeah, because we passed around a bottle of um, um water. Passed around yeah. a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, it was the, the fluids were very limited that night, so I'm yes. glad we had that. Um, <laughs> or else I might have been more dehydrated the next day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's where that's where we that's all where, met. That's yeah. uh, you could say it's the origin of the podcast. Um, yeah. Because that without that meeting, I don't think we'd all be doing this or have done it for no. the last going on three years. Yeah. So it's been shut down to uh motorized vehicle use yep. only. You, you may, well, actually you can't take horses out there either. So zero horsepower. Like, only. yeah, n- nothing overnight too. So like literally just hiking. Like you can't <laughs> oh, so you can only hike. You can't, you can't yeah. do any day camping. Or nothing, anything? nothing overnight stuff. Yeah. It shuts down, opens up at kind of how s- normal state parks are where, right. Where it's, open at dusk or 30 minutes after du- or sunrise 30 minutes after sunset or before the sunset. So yeah, just when it's light out, that's the only time it's open right now. Wow. And, um, is it the forest service? Is that who manages that land? Yeah, I think it's, uh, Franklin state Forest. So yeah, I guess like the state forest service, uh, I imagine, but I know like Tennessee agricultural, I don't know, some, some group that has, uh, rights over that area, shut it down. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't anything technical. I don't, I don't think, but it was, it was fun for like a, just a chill want to explore for a weekend. And the best part was it was free, right? You could just roll up there, uh, um, get gas in Monteagle. That's always a good thing to kind of support the local businesses, mm-hmm. um, get gas and, and food and, and drinks there in, in the local town that you're camping. And then, run off to the forest for a couple days and explore. So yeah, it, it sucks that it got shut down, man. Yeah. Big bummer. Um, yeah. and I, well, the force, the forest service wasn't 
wasn't shy about telling us why either in their release. No. You know, no. it was it was very much due to abuse of the of the land. Um yeah. by getting off trails seemed to be the biggest uh yeah. concern they had was not people on the trails. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's all the folks that were getting off the trails and, and making yeah. their own trails and such. And so um, you know, that stuff happens. Yeah. It it just gets shut down. They said they were out there <laughs> for the whole month leading up to the shutdown trying to educate and just every mm-hmm. weekend people kept doing it over and over again and so they finally just Sucks. had to call it and i think they shut mm-hmm. it down for what two months as they assess it yeah there's a and we're doing air quotes here as they assess it but like uh, we we've kind of had conversations offline is is once a place is shut down there's not much motivation to to reopen it at least from our perspective right like uh one of the main tracks there was the quote-unquote power line trail uh, yeah. And that trail actually has to be maintained because the utility companies have to maintain the power lines, right? Like now you're, you're, if that entire field has now been ran over because it was muddy and there was a, you know, a, um, I don't know, 30, 30 side by sides or whatever ripping up, or I don't want to call out nobody specifically, but 30 well, off I think the vehicles. land was used by all outdoor enthusiasts, right? I mean, it was, it was, you know, you were, you'd see horses out there you'd Mm -hmm. see side-by-sides, you'd see overlanders, you'd see old Mm -hmm. rednecks and their clapped out Jeeps, you know, also (laughs) known as part of my family, probably, Um, (laughs) you know, you had, you had had every make and model under the sun out there enjoying those lands. And, um, you know, unfortunately it, it doesn't take much, uh, and you know, at the mm-hmm. end of the, I kind of look at it like this too. Like if, if you can't maintain it, you got to close it. And I think yeah. that's where a lot of these have gotten. Um, and I know it's sad and maybe that's a too real of a take, yeah. um, but we're going to have some hot mm-hmm. takes tonight. This is just a start. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, this is a, it, it's a spicy episode. <laughs> yeah. But if, if you can't maintain it, they're going to close it. Um, yeah. And, and so it's just, it is what it is. These, these, yeah. these government organizations don't have the money to go out and regrade these trails no. every two years because uh they get you know rutted out and all that stuff and so they've got to yeah. they've got to figure out how to maintain it and make it last for a long time right that's why you yeah. you, know, you look at windrock and and they're they're re, they're doing regrading on some of those trails every year mm-hmm. um because of washouts and things like that but they yeah. can do that because you pay money to go there yeah. uh um unfortunately our tax dollars don't go directly to the things that we enjoy the most um like our personal dollars do yeah um so it's a tough one i'm gonna miss it um i'm glad i got to experience it while it was open uh the good news is colmont ohv park is now open and it's like maybe 20 minutes from where franklin state forest is located i didn't know is that close that's cool very close yeah, so I-24 kind of goes right down Mont Eagle Mountain. Franklin State yeah. Forest was on the west side of I-24, yep. and Colmont is on the east side oh, of I-24. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And so from 24, you just you pick – they're about the same distance off the interstate. It's just which way mm. do you go off. And yeah. so um, Colmont's open. They've got freaking RV hookups. they got power so you EV boys can get out there and do some wheeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Or if you happen to be rich and have an RV, let me know when you go out. It'd be cool to have a shower. Um, It would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) uh, And and then they have a lot of trails they've cut out and made out there in that area. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, if if you're bummed and you need a spot to go, you can go support some people who are, you know, 
growing and opening and trying to create more land for us to enjoy yep. in our area. So my advice is don't cry and whine about it. Um, load up your rig, drive your rig, however you get it out there and go hit up one of your local off-road parks and yep. you can help keep them in business by um, paying and having a good day, right? Yep. And so that's what Colmont is, right? It's like, it's uh, a, a, an off-road park, right? So standard kind of fees, you, you uh, camp fees, and then also like day use sort of fees. Okay, cool. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, and, and it's, there's a lot of people that are involved in the Toyota, um, you know, kind of Land Cruiser Association locally that were involved in mm-hmm. opening that up. So, awesome. um, it's, it's pretty cool, um, how they've got it up, set up down there. It's nice. You got an adventure off-road park. that's also down there as well. Yeah. Um, in okay. that area. And then, of course, you got Windrock over in East Tennessee that's open yep. also. And then if you just want to do some camping and some dirt road riding, LBL is never a bad option uh, no, north of Nashville. And you can yeah. go to Turkey Bay, do some wheeling, too. There's some serious wheeling up in those parts. I had never been to Turkey Bay. I know that's that's south uh, land between lakes, right? Like that's kind of on mm-hmm. the, the southern tip of it. Yeah, southern tip, yeah, you're out. right. um yeah i've never been over there either um the people i've talked to and kind of this overland community say it's more side-by-side trails than kind Mm. of big fat trail rig trails (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. um so i don't know maybe maybe you know kind of like hollerwood and windrock if you know where you're going maybe a local guide you can find the trails that meet just the the needs of your vehicle sure Cool. Um, but anyways, on to on to other items in the podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, now that we've we've spoken about Franklin State Forest, we've given our piece. Rip. Uh, I look forward to going and doing a run out there in a month when it's still not open. I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but tonight we are going to talk about the most overrated overland Ooh. accessories out there. Uh, and so we did, a we have our own opinions, but of course we went to the people because the people yes, always know we better than y'all. us. Yep. And, uh, we got some great answers, uh, as far some as the I, most... I had some belly laughs, <laughs>, <laughs> the most overrated overland, uh, accessories or, or, or trends too, we've seen in there. Yep. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so we were, we were kicking this idea around and it was like, guys, we, we got to just talk about this one. This is, yeah. this is too good of a conversation. Um, and, yep. and so before we go into it, just, just try not to get offended. Like, Please. I know it's hard in this day and age to not get offended, <laughs> but if you actually try to not get offended, you may have success. Um, or just don't try to get offended, maybe is the better. There you go. That works. Yeah. 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 Have an open mind. Um, because open we're probably going to talk crap about something you might something like. That and you, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay. Because yeah. we're just, we're a couple dudes in our garage. Like, we're not that important. So don't take it no. to heart. <laughs> um, we're also going to make fun of ourselves. So Definitely. It's, it's okay. Um, which brings me to our first one on the comments. <laughs> the first one I want to bring up and the most overrated overland uh, trends or accessories comes from uh, Desolate Tracks on Instagram. Mr. Shout Desolate out. Desolate Tracks. Uh, his answer to the most overrated overland <laughs> trends and or themes is overland podcasts. I love it. Just which I agree with heart. Oh, I have yeah. to agree with you, Desolate Tracks. <laughs> it's it's really, really uh it's it's just getting a little tired. So yep. yeah, we've been doing it for three years, so I know he's not talking about us. No, um, no, definitely not. It's us. probably all these new Overland <laughs> podcasts that are coming out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. 
<laughs> oh, the market's it. very uh, saturated. I, just, <laughs> I can't wait to drink some whiskey with you one day because I yes. think we're going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, I, I can't say I'm a big podcaster, even though yeah. we host a podcast. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm yeah. in the podcast scene. Um, yeah. as we talked about, you know, earlier before the show, we're both in IT, and so. Our, our jobs keep us in very different worlds yeah. than we like to play in. And so, yeah. um, so it's, it's, it's not something I know a lot about, but I guess I have seen the jokes about all the, all the Overland podcasts that have popped up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's been a lot recently. Actually, we got started before, uh, to, to call out a big name, uh, X Overland. They're, they're, we were, we were before they've been podcasting and I think they were expeditioning yeah. well before us. Um, yeah. Well, but that, yeah, that's more fun anyways, but <laughs> whatever yeah, it, is. it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think that could be, that could be said for really any niche thing. Sure. You know, I think podcasts yeah. in general have gr- are are the thing that's growing. Um, yeah. I just love the fact that someone was just like, I'm going to mess with these guys and we're going <laughs> to drop this in there. That makes me yeah. happy. It makes me oh, know yeah. I'm loved because I don't know about your Definitely. family, but my family, if you're not getting made fun of, it's, you're, they you're, don't you're love you. Something's yeah. wrong. Something, <laughs> they I'm feel nervous. sorry for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, they feel sorry for you. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's what it is, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so pretty, pretty good one to come off the cuff. I like, there. That. I uh, like that. I was, I was pretty happy to see that. Um, <laughs> some of the, uh, some Here, of the got, other I ones. I got one that I got one Ooh. real quick before we uh, uh uh this is this is gonna be kind of another little uh personal dig. Uh I think the word overland is overused, and I say that because like I have it in my name. I more of a joke. If you don't know, you know, me specifically, you know I like to mess around a lot, but like I feel that like what we like to do is camping. Right. Like we, we like to do vehicle based camping to me. Overlanding is like the canning stock route or something in Australia, like a long term trip sort of thing. Uh, and I think it became like a buzzword pretty quickly um, and, and something that would that could be monetized. So, But with that being said, I'm not upset about it. Right. Because we have a ton of cool stuff based off of <laughs> the the thing we like to, to do, go do. But, yeah, it's uh, as a personal dig since I have it in my handle, uh, I think the, the term overland is is uh <laughs> a little uh overused i guess <laughs> i'll drink to that one um i yeah. also agree and <laughs> we are also leveraging uh seo no. in our yeah. podcast name even though we really probably aren't real overlanders i mean no in the true term of it. no <laughs> um i would say i'm more of an adventurist you yeah could, like that's... give me any sort of adventure and i'd be okay with going out and just doing it right like yep. Like I think the next the next crazy thing I'm trying to do, and Dave talked me into this in the rally, is is white whitewater rafting the, the yeah. Colorado River through the Grand Oof. Canyon. That would be one heck of a like yeah, yeah. right like <laughs> that's an adventure like that's the stuff yeah. that gets me going like yeah. I mean I'm not gonna lie like doing a month long road trip around the U S doesn't get me going as much as whitewater <laughs> rafting on the Colorado River I'm just so, gonna tell yeah. you right now Steve. So you're a straight up um, adrenaline junkie then, right? You're just, uh, yeah. I mean, I mountain bike, I, yeah. you know, it's, it's just kind of my yep. thing. Um, I got yep. the Jeep because I couldn't get a motorcycle anymore because I had kids <laughs> and it just didn't feel right. To it just around death so. machine. Yeah. So the Jeep was the next best thing where it's like yeah. in the summer, it's just kind of, it's kind of like a motorcycle. Like there's never yeah. a top on it. It's only a mm-hmm. nice weather thing. And yep. it's, it's my way of just kind of hitting the gas and, 
don't really yeah. go fast, but it's sure you, know. you get the you get the wind in your proverbial hair. So proverbial you know. hair, yes. <laughs> wind in the beard. Wind in the beard. There you go. I like it. I like it. Uh yeah. Um, so but I mean, yeah, that's you know, when you but coming from the from the overland side, um, I, I agree. I think it's it's more of a marketing term now. Yeah, I would agree. And anything that's associated with camping or cars accessories Mm -hmm. is now kind of like overland is what it's called instead of camping it's kind of become this big conglomerate of a word yeah soon you're just going to have like overland tents and overland tables (laughs) and (laughs) overland is just going to take over the word camping it's going to be the name (laughs) that's going to be the name already yeah (laughs) yeah it's overlanding i'm going to go overland or i could overland in franklin state forest rest in peace but <laughs> I mean, I guess they didn't put overlanding. I didn't take and specifically mark that off the list. You could overland uh, still. Yeah, you could. You get you if you're an attorney and you have a, <laughs> a luxury off road vehicle, go try it. Yeah, and, and then report <laughs> back to us, and then maybe represent us when we go. Yeah, be awesome. <laughs> for free, we don't have any retainer. We don't have any funds for a retainer, so <laughs> we have zero funds. If you want to be our first zero. sponsor, please contact LJ. No. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. the table's open the table's yeah. open always open for sponsors yes um speaking of sponsors we're probably going to ruin any sponsorships with tonight's podcast <laughs> so, <laughs> which i'm totally fine with <laughs> yeah oh definitely hopefully um, they find so a, the, do you want to know mine yes yes i definitely want right. to know yours this is going to be a hot take um, okay but Ooh, i think the it. most overrated and, and this, for mine i'm looking at the weekender overlander Sure. Right, the yep. which is ninety eight percent of us that probably yeah. listen to this podcast, um, is the lights that people oh, put on their okay. vehicles. Yeah, um, I I have two headlights on my Land Cruiser, and yep. I have I have two spotlights, and and I've used the spotlights like once, mm-hmm. and Jeff told me they were too bright. I need to turn them off, <laughs> and that was like the only time I've used those. I spent more You're time like, installing <laughs> those lights than I have running those lights. Um, and, and, and th- when I have them on, um, I mean, it's a little yeah. bit brighter than my headlights, but like yeah, yeah. my headlights are led <laughs> headlights. They're, they're really so bright they're gonna, and yeah. they do just fine. <laughs> Man. So I, I've just never been able to find the reason for them. Yeah. Um, and like all the lights that go on the hoods and the mm-hmm. racks, Yep. And, and the grills where are the grill lights lately oh, i've those seen those raptor two. lights yeah the raptor lights mm-hmm. um and then you got the what other lights do you have you got the lights that go that go under the wheel wells that make oh, your rock tires lights. shine up rock oh, well, lights. those are supposed to be rock lights but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then you have the guys that i i will say i will say this i will i have found a use for the chase okay. lights yeah yep the chase lights so dusty conditions you probably experienced that in Moab. I think yep. Having some oh, chase lights, too. the rally yeah. is another example. Like when it's been dry and you're hustling through some some back roads. Mm-hmm. Having chase, I, I can't say those don't, don't feel overrated. Like if there was a light yeah. I was going to put on the Land Cruiser, chase lights would probably be the first one I would do. Okay. Uh, good headlights, LED, good LED headlights, right? Sure. That if you go bright light, you could get a really big, wide swath and mm-hmm. then chase lights. And I think that's it. But like, why? Do you know why people have all those lights, Steve? I haven't figured and it out yet. Listen, I, I don't know if someone with five thousand dollars of lights on their forerunner and is they're expensive. Run. 
Like eight hundred dollars, nine hundred dollars well, per for line. What, one line. Yes. No. Like those little Baja square ones. Uh, no, I don't know about the those little round square ones. ones. The big like Baja Design LP nines. I think they're yeah. like. If we want to look them up, we can real quick. But I, I feel like they're eight hundred dollars or something. It, 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 listen, if 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 you're running like crazy speeds, like ninety miles an hour in the desert. I think that I think with a lot of these things, there's always going to be a use case. Uh, but when I see them on like a like a forerunner with like stock suspension and, and tires that are like stuff in the wheel well on speed bumps in Franklin, I, I don't see I don't see the point of them. If we're being honest, you know what I mean? Like it, it's no, no. Uh, well, and I guess too, we're we're also talking about it from strictly like a useful, you know. So like, if you think yeah. they're cool, bro, keep on doing it, right? Because there's Do gonna it, be one man. thing coming down the road that I think is cool that all you are gonna be like, you're an idiot, <laughs> and I'll accept it because I think I am kind of an idiot for it, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I know who I am, uh, yeah. and uh, but I just I've never understood the lights, and yeah. I've never, I've never been infatuated with them. I've never had like mm-hmm. the excitement of having more lights on my car. And I'm just sure. not, I don't understand it. I don't understand the excitement yeah. around it. Um, so if you have them and love them, I don't hate you for it. I just don't understand no. it. Just yeah. confused. I mean, keep, keep rocking on, man. I mean, they look um, great. I think, you know, I think it really kind of gives is it the, the cool factor. Feel. You think, is it like, oh, <sighs> maybe, but then if it was just the cool factor, then, then why? Like, I don't know. Maybe. Like I like, I actually like the way like lights look on vehicles. I just don't see, you know, a lot of times their their um, usefulness. Maybe of, usefulness. Yeah, yeah. Which could be but, like, I think that's where we were kind of going in the overrated section mm, of it. Yeah. Is like, is it is it really needed? Because yeah. I think people that buy lights like try to over justify the need for the lights too. Mm. Like they're very confident they need lights. Yeah. And when you start asking them real questions, they kind of get mad kinda... at you normally. Because <laughs> <laughs> listen, I have lights on my my bumper. I have big nine inch lights that were less than a hundred dollars from Amazon. But like, <laughs> I painted Same. them. I painted. Them. I spent some time putting them on and put a little elbow actually, grease in it. I did. Yeah. Well, I took them all apart and looked at them. They said, "Yep, I don't know you what I'm looking take at." Those but... apart. I just, that. yeah, yeah, just I don't know what why prompted me to take them apart. I was let me just see what they look like. So <laughs> I found yeah. something. The LP9s okay. are $600. Okay, that's still a lot though. That's a bumper, yeah. Well, bumper in 2018, not no, <laughs> and maybe for a Jeep, but I, I, I see your point. If you have a full rack of lights, how about that? If you have a full rack of LP9s, that's a bumper. I never knew these are expensive, dude. I don't yeah. get it. I, I don't give any more now. <laughs> Anyways, that's one of my things. Another thing that I think was said in our in our our group was, uh, and this is the one I'm guilty of, is is buying uh, like aftermarket wheels if you're gonna wheel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I have yeah. those SC nines yeah. and uh, or SCSs <laughs> and F fives and uh yeah those things are just rashed up all yeah. to hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's the thing is like it, it's in my opinion I think it's okay to buy wheels because hey it's another cool fact you want to make it your own. That's the whole reason why we modify these things because yep. we want to make it look our own, right? 
the issue that I have, and it's not necessarily like I'm not gonna hate you for it. I'll be like, yo, those wheels are really cool. I can respect you for that. But like the it's like Volk Racing TE's 37. I don't remember. They're like a thousand dollars. Like they're thousand dollars per wheel. I don't know the, the, the Volks, yeah. Or the, yeah. the Volks, yeah. They're like a, yeah, over a thousand dollars. And I know they're like super forged or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what wheel technology it is, but like I'm having a hard time spending money on like uh, um, uh, the rock warriors that we can get like the 17 inch. You can get them for like 200, 250 per wheel. I'm like, damn, that's a lot. But like, you know, if, if that again, it goes back to lights. If, if you think that's cool and you want to put that money and you don't work, you're not worried about bashing them up or anything go for it man like i love your wheels on yours i, I think that those you can't F5s, you can't tell they're scratched up until you get right on them either you know that's, that's cool nice. i like that yeah well and I, the whole I, truck's I even, a 10 footer you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like that 10 footer looks great from 10 feet <laughs> uh, don't go any closer ah, no, no. don't you do it don't do it um it. but yeah that was one that was shared out uh that i was yeah. like yeah that's uh, that's fair fair play yeah Fair play. Um, but I've always been a wheels guy. So like sure, yeah, you know, our Yukon's got black 22s on it. Mm-hmm. Uh I've I've always had a vehicle that's had mm-hmm. my old Tahoe had 20s and and some some beefy tires on it. So it's yeah, it's just it's part of who I am from the wheel side. I, yeah. I love that piece. Um and, and I, yeah, will I say... totally ruined them in any recent value <laughs> one time. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. put them on because uh, but I, I think I paid like 250 bucks a okay. piece for them. That was in 2019. Yeah. Before that was before the Overland tax really, yeah. <laughs> really grabbed on. So, yeah. Um, I will say though, yeah. that like, like my, my uh, uh, all time favorite wheel and one that if I had a, a budget for wheels would be like the Evo course, the cars. Uh, I, I think that they're super strong. I think they look really good. They have the good, the right offset for our trucks, um, but they're like 450 a wheel. So that would be like my greatest of all time wheel. Uh, if I was to go very nice uh, wheels, but again, I think that they look cool. And so like, that's why I would get them. <laughs> that's what matters, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why I said at the end of the day, don't get offended by this podcast. We're just like, we thought it was a really cool topic and it's yeah. something that a lot of people haven't talked about before. So, yeah. you know, it's, we're not, there's no hate coming out of this. Um, no. we, we, we love you all and respect you all. Just, you got to be okay with, with getting made fun of it now and then it's, it's yeah. not, it's not to the soul. It's just, it's just on the surface boys and girls. But, yeah. um, so wheels, that was another one on me. I also have big lights on the front of my land cruiser. I haven't <laughs> taken them off. I yeah. could have easily done that. So I'm also mm-hmm. in that club as well. Yep. Um, what are some other good ones? Do you have one or should we go to, to the answers Ooh, here? I kind of want to go to the, the, uh, what we, got on the answers oh man okay so uh, a gentleman that's been on the podcast a few times uh john <laughs> with lexus overland he's given us a couple really good ones so we'll go through his good real ones. quick yes. he, he also agrees lights his specific yep. light was ditch lights mm. and i'm sure uh, ditch light are those the ones that sell on your hood those are like uh, the a pillar ones so like they would so they're a little bit higher right there well, they would sit okay. right here on your a pillar and like shine away and a little bit down like they're made to look into ditches uh ditch lights god damn lj that <laughs> makes a lot of sense now that i hear that 
<laughs> you have nets. That's, no, they're not mounted super high to see the the, star, the stars at night. No, they are they're literally exactly what they're yeah. described. Yep. All right. Well, ditch lights. Apparently, John never runs into ditches. Um, here's another one. He, he called me out on this one too. The zero to negative offset wheels, just for the aggressive look. Um, totally did that with the Land Cruiser. Yeah, uh, I like the aggressive oh, yeah. look. Um, and we boost for folks who are not full time traveling. Mm, we got a couple we boosts. Um, yeah, yeah, we boost. Yeah, that's fair. I, I also like. I've I've not heard the most positive uh, yeah. references on we boost because we'll also think like. I think that's an expectation thing, right? Mm, um, from yeah. working in technology for as long as I have, if we weren't very clear about the prerequisites of using a certain piece of technology, yeah, then it can be perceived as not good, right? And yeah. one of the important prerequisites for a WeBoost is that there is already some sort of service accessible mm-hmm. yep. at that time. Because all that's doing is boosting the service around you. Or boosting mm-hmm. your signal to be able to get more more of that service. It's not yeah. creating service out of thin air like no. maybe a satellite internet connection or satellite phone may do. Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, because all it's doing is grabbing the available service and then amplifying it so that you mm-hmm. so that yeah it, you can transmit data faster. Yep. So yeah, right. That's my understanding of it. And I could be completely wrong on how technology works too. I have not researched it enough to actually yeah. talk intelligently on it either. So that's yeah. just my assumption based on its uses and how I've seen mm-hmm. it work in the real world and how it works and when it yeah. works mm-hmm. is is you have to have a little bit of service. And then you've got great service with the WeBoost. But yeah. if you don't have any service, you, your WeBoost isn't really going to help you out much. So, yeah. And um, I've, I've heard of that too, where like, People will go in thinking, oh, yeah, I could get in the remote remotest spots and still check my email and upload to Instagram or Facebook. And now nah, like, yeah, you have to have service at that spot. So, yeah, that's, that's there's a, a difference constant. in service and mm-hmm. data service. Right. Yeah. Like, yep. I think is that where you were going on on like in order to post on Instagram or send images, you know, you have to be mm-hmm. able to send and receive a certain type of data. That data is, yeah. is different than what a text message Cellular or a data. cell phone. Yeah would go out to yeah um so yeah that's and so a lot of times you'll have you'll be able to call or maybe get a mm-hmm. text but you yeah. won't be able to refresh your social media apps no. check the weather app or send a picture to someone yeah. from where you are as well yeah oh uh, so, so <clears throat> speaking of let me flip the script a little bit we're, we're kind of going off the cuff uh maybe something that uh, uh maybe not necessarily underrated but maybe something, and that you said something that just sparked this thought. Uh, something that maybe people don't think of is a lot of your radios, ham and GMRS. I think CB too, if you still run that for whatever reason, um, you can get weather, right? So you just mentioned if you need to check the weather, you may not need a WeBoost that's overrated. Use your radio and it for an un- underrated feature. <laughs> that's good. Even the. Um... Yeah. Even the handhelds, you can pull the weather, yeah. the weather channel off of too. Mm-hmm. So you know those aren't those aren't expensive on Amazon. If you're getting out with some buddies, just go ahead and snag yep. you some Bay of Fangs, <laughs> Bay of Fangs, um, or Midland. You know whichever your choice is. Midland doesn't yep. decide to sponsor us yet, so I'd say go get your Bay of Fang. Um, 
because they're not sponsoring anybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you get your radio or you get your weather on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so John, thanks for, for engaging with us on the medias. Those were good ones. Um, Appreciate you. I feel like those are, those are pretty solid. Another we boost. We got two, we boosts. Mm-hmm. um, Overland podcast. That was great. Uh, Ooh, here's one rooftop tent. Oh, another thing that I own. <laughs> we have both owned them. <laughs> uh, Overland Xterra. What's up, dog? Um, oh, he was. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, a big uh, a rally, uh, a regular yeah. on the rally checkpoint squad. Um, he says they cost too much. They're mm-hmm. not that roomy. Kill mm-hmm. gas mileage, and mm-hmm. they kill your back when you load and unload. All very valid points. That is, yeah, I would agree with all those. I mean, yeah, th- I think there's very few uh, um, manufacturers. The only th- the only thing or the only company that that come to mind is iCamper just released a new rooftop tent that's like eighty pounds. What was it, Roofness? I'm not sure. And then um, light. Yeah, and then uh, GFC was kind of the the originators of the very light rooftop tents at 80 pounds, right? With their, their super lights. Uh, unfortunately, I think they sold their last one a couple weeks ago, but they're going to go kind of redesign it um, and remanufacture it in the United States. That was a, the biggest issue with that is uh, GFC. If you don't know company in Montana, uh, amazing group of people uh, and they do all of their manufacturing in America. So that's cool. And so reason for the super light, I'm getting off on a tangent, but the super light is 80 pounds. Uh, but I would agree it, it still kills your gas mileage. Uh, it's probably a little bit easier to unload and offload, but uh, also uh, to add on to um, Xterra 615, uh, they kind of shift your center of gravity, right? Like my tent and everything was 300 pounds on top of the roof. Yeah. Uh, so like you have to be kind of aware of that. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I like them for certain reasons. Um, but now that I have the gazelle, <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. I, I doubt I'll ever go back to a, uh, a rooftop tent. Yeah. Uh, for any trip that, um, I'm staying more than one night, but I, I'm going to be moving the vehicle. Like uh, I don't want a rooftop tent anymore. It's yeah. so annoying to have to like take everything out, drop it down and then go wheel for a couple yeah. hours and come back, pop it back up. So get everything back out. Um, that is really annoying. Um, the only time that it's, it's I'm cool with it is like on our traditional kind of what I would call our traditional overland trips <laughs> I've been on, which yeah. is, which is, um, you know, where we're exploring an area and staying in one spot, maybe a night or two, right? You're you're yep. just kind of cruising and, and staying moving. Um, mm-hmm. I do like the rooftop tent for that reason because Absolutely. it's all out of the vehicle. I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about space for my tent. I don't have to worry about if it rains. I, I have a hard shell, so it just yep. I pop it up and it's dry inside. Like mm-hmm. if it's just me traveling, um, it's it's a great tool to have to be able to to you know. Yeah. Easily set up and break down if if I don't have the Land Cruiser set up to sleep inside of it. 
Um, yep. So there, there are those where I really like them. If me and Wyatt go and travel, but you know, it's just us two, it's great to have that for those overland type trips as well. Um, but anything more than one night or you're moving and you don't have to break it down, it's really annoying. So I've also mm-hmm. gotten a gazelle now. And so, you know, the trips like Red Clay Rally, where we have a home base and we got mm-hmm. four nights camping there. Like I, I was did not want to drop down the rooftop tent last year or the year before last. I actually, we, I didn't have a gazelle yet, so we just took my rooftop tent off the Land Cruiser and set yep. it on four by fours on the ground. <laughs> That's amazing. And that was my tent. Yeah. Uh, this year we threw the gazelle up, and it was nice and comfy. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We had a little gazelle hub over there. <laughs> we did. We did. It was quite a few t4s some uh, uh gazebos and i think nick had a giant like t8 plus or something i don't know you could yeah he had old. a big one <laughs> he did he had a massive one um but yeah so i think with the uh, in pool of those style tents right the hub style tents i know um fsr which is a rooftop tent manufacturer makes one gazelle obviously makes one um shift pod uh so there's uh there's a guy in Colorado actually too. So uh uh there's a gentleman that just moved from uh Nick Troll. He just moved from I guess he was technically on the road for a couple couple years. Uh but from Nashville moved to Bend, Oregon. Um and uh he had a shift pod <clears throat> and and has lived out of that thing for a couple years now, which is kind of goes to the testament of those things, but yeah, these hub tents where it takes like 90 seconds to put up uh, and then you have standing room, you know, you don't have to, you can actually use your, your truck to shield it from the wind. Right. So if you're on like a, that's kind of nice, right? Like how oh, yeah. you, you have a, a giant, I don't know how long land cruisers are, but you have a giant windbreak just by moving your vehicle to where, you know, the wind is hitting you. And then you know, they're, they're all uh, waterproof and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I think rooftop tents have their place, probably like a lot of these things, but um, I don't have one and I can't see, or I don't have one anymore and I can't see myself getting another one, to be honest. Um, I'll also agree. And another thing that I own that I'm going to put in overrated category. <laughs> okay. Uh, with it. The rooftop tent, it's it's in the overrated yeah. category yep. for me as well. Yep. I own it. So, so far, you know, I also, I also, I agree Overland Podcasts are overrated. Um, <laughs> I, I love that one. <laughs> I <just> belly laughs <laughs> when I read that one. Uh, I agree rooftop tents. Yep. Uh, I agree about the negative offset wheels. Um, I also agree. I, and we boost. I'm on the fence with that one. Mm-hmm. I I think that's an expectation you think it's an thing. Expectation thing, yeah. And that's just my background. I think more than anything, sure. um, because mm-hmm. I've seen so much good tech go to waste because yeah. of perception. Yeah. Um. And so that's I don't know. I, I'm on the per- fence with that yeah. one. I I think I don't know if I can really put that in the overrated category yet. Um, even though one? we've got a few folks who have done it. No. Uh. You know. <laughs> No, I wouldn't buy one, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but not because of that. I wouldn't buy one no. because I go out there to, I like when I don't have service. Okay. Like I, yeah. like I kind of want to go places where I don't have service sure. because yeah. <laughs> it's nice to like 
be disconnected and yeah. not have a connection point. Um, also, when I go when I go to those places, I normally bring my my Garmin in reach. So <laughs> if something bad happens, yeah. I do have a way out. But um, yeah. I like to you know tell work, hey, I'm going to be out of service. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and and actually be out of service for some of that time. I'm telling them I'm out of service, mm-hmm. right? Um, so <laughs> uh, I, I I do like that aspect. That's why I wouldn't buy WeBoost because. Okay. Honestly, and honestly, if you want to go camp some other service, you can probably find that pretty easily too. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's there's probably an app out there for that. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So we boost. So so far, so far, just one. I think that that okay. maybe is a little bit of maybe overreaction, uh, not okay. overrated. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go to Lee Sumner. He's got a few also, and we <laughs> okay. all know and love Lee Sumner on the podcast yes. here. Uh, <laughs> organizes cruisers on the rocks uh if you haven't heard about it you got an ifs land cruiser you need to look it up and come out here to tennessee in the fall um his first one goes with one of your things you were talking about earlier steve which is overland being overrated Mm -hmm. uh, or overused and his is the the for the he actually used the term for the american overlander (laughs) (laughs) it is the obnoxiously expensive long-range auxiliary fuel tanks oh man he gives me so much heck for that because i want one so bad (laughs) (laughs) dude yeah he gives me so much shit for those but yeah it's not i can see it though he's not he's absolutely not wrong and i've conceded that to him because like um you know, it, it's <laughs> we you could you could not drive 250 miles, which is a range of my my truck, um, and not run into a gas station. You could do it if you were trying, but like if you needed gas, you could find a gas station within the fuel uh, um, mm-hmm. range that we have. So, yeah, he's not wrong. He's he's definitely not wrong. Um, definitely convenience thing. Um, yeah, but it it like you know I feel like. There's not really a cool factor to it either. Like, you know, you <laughs> got to tell hidden. somebody. Like, yeah. if you got to tell somebody about it, it's not that cool. Like, <laughs> it's like explaining the joke. If you got to explain yeah. it, it's not funny. <laughs> it's not that cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, hold on. I got to fill up 40 more gallons of gas. They're all just like, damn it. <laughs> it's your only <laughs> opportunity to not complete douche canoe. Yeah. Tell somebody about your long range fuel tank. <laughs> it's, it's like you're at the gas station for like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, sorry, I got two tanks. It's, it's, I'm an American overlander. You know, we need it here. So. <laughs> Did you check on my rooftop tent, my lights? <laughs> Uh, you can't even get to the long range tank if you have the lights to the rooftop tent because you no. gotta talk about those first because yeah, you can you see those. To. It's a hierarchy, right, top down. <laughs> yeah, turn them on. Hey, check these out. I can do different colors. Well, don't look at them. They're like the sun at nine million lumens. <laughs> oh my gosh! It was like a week ago. Did you a side, total sidetrack? Did you see Zach deals uh, reel about popping rooftop <laughs> tents in parking lots, dude? <laughs> It's so good. That guy has so many fresh takes on overlanding right now, oh, and I love so, it. So good. He is, he is, is what the industry needed. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> so bring every all of us back down to earth. Yep. <laughs> but I saw that and I was like, oh my god, yeah. do I want to go do that now? <laughs> and it, you know, no one locks it, right? Like no one's gonna lock it. So like, and <laughs> Go to the local Starbucks or your car meetup and start popping oh, tents. Man. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Uh, 
that yeah <laughs> that that was great like he so he started a trend that he doesn't know he started yet no no <laughs> um so so we talked about long range tanks i i agree for the american overlander overrated i think the land cruiser probably has the shortest uh fuel tank range of most vehicles yeah. out there uh and and we've i've never had an issue even in the most remote of places um yeah being being full i know i need one for my jeep because that does not have a very <laughs> long fuel yeah. range i've got like a hundred and like 20 miles on that yeah. thing uh before i got to put gas in it again yep. um wow which is it. you know oh yeah it's bad <laughs> It's, a, it's like a 15 gallon tank. And then when it gets below 10 gallons um, or when it gets to five gallons about yeah. of gas, it like depending on the angle of where I am, it might not pick up <laughs> gas great. Uh, so think, pretty much like when it starts to get to a quarter tank is like my empty line that uh, I use. Okay, so yeah. And so, yeah, I lose pretty much yeah. a third of the tank for because... Yeah. I don't, there's not a sock on my pickup tube. I know why I, it yeah. just is a pickup tube. Yeah. And so if the fluid ever gets out, it just loses it. Right. Normally yeah. you got the sock on the end that like is soaked full of it. So it'll yeah. pull it through and yep. there wasn't a sock on it. And, um, <laughs> mm. well, I didn't have a sock when I was putting it back together. <laughs> and, what, uh, so, uh, <laughs> we just put it back in without a sock. So this problem with my Jeep is 100% my fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing um so some you know yeah i'll buy a long range tank to fix it probably also yeah. because i'm an overlander that'll come with a sock yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll buy it for the sock here you see you buy it a sock yeah you're missing sock on your, your main tank so you got to get the one with the sock <laughs> oh. <God. laughs> oh man uh lee sumner with some more hot takes expensive winches Mm, I could see um, that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I saw like a I need a rescue on Facebook the other day from like three vehicles that had cheap winches <laughs> on them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, oh, are we talking about Colmont Rescue? Yeah, yeah. Oh, one of yeah, them. There's was a, a few warn. local, few local land land cruiser owners got mm -hmm. stuck out there, burned up all their winches, mm -hmm. and from the look of it, they didn't look to be warns. One of them has warns. I don't know what the other one is. Oh, so there was a warn. Yeah, now I don't know what if it was like the the Evo ten line and maybe it was undersized for the truck, oh. but but like yeah, it's still burnt out and so did all the other ones. So I don't know. That's tough. I don't know. Wasn't there? Um, you know, wasn't there? Don't know the the whole story. So yeah, I'll say this: I've owned three different three different winches. Mm -hmm. Two of them were Warns, um, yeah. and they both have have worked flawlessly. Um, mm -hmm. one of them was not a warn. Okay. And you want to take a gander on if it broke or not? I'm guessing it broke. It did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It broke. You want to name it, it? Uh it was uh, a Ramsey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard of Ramsey winches. Yeah. Um yeah, and and you know, it it, it just didn't work when it needed to work. Like yeah. it was supposed mm -hmm. to pull. My Jeep, it was a Jeep too. A Jeep is pretty light, That's but yeah, light. it was supposed to pull. And once it got to like actual, like where it needed to pull it mm -hmm. like just wouldn't pull. And it was like an 8,000 pound winch. And I'm like, that should be more than enough for CJ. This should, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. So yeah. that, you know, I, I've, I, I went cheap first yeah, and I got burnt 
And then Mm -hmm. ever since then, I've only bought Warrens because the first Warren I bought didn't mess me up. Also bought them used too. So that was pretty cool. So like the Warren on the Land Cruiser was used. Um, The Warren on my Jeep was not used. I did buy that new, Mm. but the Jeep was going through a restoration process (laughs) when I did all that. So it was a little bit different thought process um, and timing. I didn't have the luxury of time because we were trying to get it done by a certain time. But regardless... Um, I'm gonna, I don't know about the winches. I think interesting. So you and I, I think might there's something it. with quality yeah. on mm. the winches. I also think there's a bunch of dudes out there with Badlands probably that have no issues. Um, yeah. I also think there's probably a lot more dudes with Badlands out there that have problems than people with winch than Warns. Yeah. Okay. So, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. know, I could. Yeah, I could see where you're going with that. It's a QC thing, right? So like you're gonna have they sell so many of them, you're gonna have Mm -hmm. people that that happen to get the good ones, right? And then Mm -hmm. you're gonna have people that don't get the good ones. Yeah. And I've never met a a Ford guy that tells me his Ford sucks. So um, (laughs) facts. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. We all know Ford sucks. So it's like the cat's out of the bag. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. <clears throat> this is amazing. Um, and I drive Jeeps, people. So yeah. Know. So um <laughs> specialty shovels. That's mm. that's I uh, yeah, 100 yeah, percent Like a shovel's yep. a shovel's a shovel. Like there's yep. no reason that you should pay $150 no. for a shovel. No, dude. Oh, say, is that is that what so like we're talking specialty shovels? That would be like the beaver. Um uh there's another one that's crazy beaver shovel. Crazy $150. That came from Nash Pro 4X. Shout out, mm. Ethan. Yeah, what's um, up, man? Yeah, no, I, I think I agree with that one. I think that's 100% in the overrated category. Yep. There's another brand uh, called Demos that's kind of in the same specialty. Is it? Yeah, I think it's right around the... Are the, you pronouncing it wrong? Beaver. Is it supposed to be Demos? No. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, there's not a, there's not an A in there. <laughs> Dumas? Is that what you're saying? Dumas? Dumas? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I, I'm gonna stick with my tried and true, just normal yeah. mid shaft. I have a shovel. Walmart. I got my shovel at Walmart, and yeah. uh, it it shovels. It's been shoveling it for does, three years. It does job. Yep. Yeah. So um, go get a little mini shovel for like. It, see, see, it's tricky, Steve. They call mm-hmm. it a camping shovel. So you got to mm-hmm. know the lingo. Yeah. Uh, yep. yeah. It's a camping <laughs> shovel, is what they call it. So that's why they're oh, so okay. cheap. They're not yeah. overland shovels. They're not overland. See, that's the difference. That's Secrets the difference. of the trade. <laughs> so I need to try to find a camping auxiliary fuel tank. Not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was well played. Um, <laughs> so especially shovels. And this is still Lee Sumner. He's on a roll, people. He's on a roll. <laughs> he is, um, he's on fire. Multiple jerry cans. <laughs> unless if you drive a jeep <laughs> so so lee's lee speaking to the to we got two on the fuel management right so yep. so we're in there i i kind of agree about the jerry cans especially on most of your overland vehicles they're not mm-hmm. you know the jeep is an atypical overland sure. vehicle yeah right like that's more of a mm-hmm. we know what it is right it's not a yeah it's more of a trailer princess than a overland <laughs> vehicle <laughs> yeah. um but yeah you know i can get the multiple jerry cans especially if you have like two if you you don't if you you only really need like five gallons of gas like yeah if you need extra like if you need more than five yeah. gallons of gas extra then you didn't plan right yeah oh yeah 
Because like in our trucks, we I get 10. That would give me 50 miles. I bet I could find a gas station within 50 miles of some point. Right. right? And if not, it would at least get me 50 miles closer to where I needed to be. Yeah. And the only reason I had the jerry can on the Jeep in the rally was because we weren't stopping at a gas station and wasting the time in mm-hmm. our rally, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like we stopped. No joke, people. You'll see this in the, in the videos when they get out. We literally stopped on the side of a, a, like a four four lane highway. Highway. Yeah. And it was, it was cool on place. the radio. We're doing a gas stop. Everybody get out. Help where you can. When we're done filling up, we're back on the road. And it yep. was like, throw it in park, and we're moving. Jump like, out. me and yep. Dave were like, it was putting gas in these vehicles. Like, mm-hmm. Billy had popped off the gas tap. We were like, <laughs> <laughs> full NASCAR. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think we were three, four minutes. We're back at the cars again. Wow. going. Um, but, yeah, that was the only reason why I had them on there. And I don't mm-hmm. really carry it around anymore because, you know, I have a gas gauge. And it yeah. tells me when I need to fill up gas. <laughs> yeah. I do see some people riding around, like consistently riding around with their jerry cans on. I'm like, gosh, just, yeah. just take them off. You don't need it. You don't need them. You don't need just, it. Nah. You don't just need get it. that out of there. Yeah. Get and I like the there. way that Lee uh, phrased that. He said multiple gas. Like, I totally understand five gallons. Five gallons can, could like get you to where you need to be. Totally get that. But when, when guys have like 10 gallons strapped to their bat, you know, their, uh, their, their bumper and then, four other roto packs on their their uh, roof rack you know you're just like mm, what are you doing <laughs> you need that much gas that's the question um i, I don't i don't think so i don't I think, think so. so um we also well, we also don't need the long range tanks either uh steve <laughs> what i didn't hear you the audio is messing up <laughs> <laughs> um so he comes in with the lights also his last one was amber lights Amber. Okay, so he's getting. So is that the other? Color? That's the yellow ones, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't have amber lights, so I don't. I. I guess. I don't know. I don't think I have an opinion either way. Like, if you want, if you want to run amber, I don't have. I'm not upset about it. I think they look kind of cool on certain trucks. <laughs> and, but I do cool think that there's like, yeah. <laughs> Again, if you like it, run it. Our opinions don't matter. <laughs> you do you. So, yeah, amber lights. Yep. And then you mentioned this Molly panels. Well, roto packs, I assumed Molly panels were in it, but Molly yeah. panels is another one, which mm. I mean, I feel like if you want to put things on a Molly panel, you can find a re well, I think with any overland accessory, you can find a reason you to try always, to make yeah. it useful or justify <laughs> yeah. it, right? That's that's yep. part of what we do. But mm-hmm. I I mean, I kind of agree with Molly panels. Yeah. I I've never saw use form. Like I don't want a bunch of stuff hanging around like that, anyways. Like, like I like my stuff to look. Stuff. Yeah, I like yeah. my stuff to be clean looking and mm-hmm. very smooth and organized. And mm-hmm. I always, I feel like there's no way to organize a molly panel. Like it's just hanging it's shit off of that. Yeah. And like anytime you moved, like it just be jacka 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 jacka. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody else has the same problem that I do, but like my Land Cruiser tires are never balanced for some reason. I don't know if it's <laughs> yeah. just the mud terrains or whatever, but mm-hmm. like. Just like I'll be going on the interstate and like it'll be fine for an hour. And then for the next hour at 70 to 73, I've got a wobble and I can go to 75 and it goes away. And then an hour later, I can go 70 and it's fine. But like (laughs) my tires just waffle. Mm. I I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, So 
anything that would be hanging inside would get on my nerves because it was just rattled all the time. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I agree with Molly panels. I think okay. they're overrated. So like, I don't have any hard Molly panels. I do have like two quote unquote seat back stuff. So like, I don't have any like uh, rear window Molly panels or now they have like the sunroof. You can't see the rear stuff. seat stuff, right? Right. No. See, it's no, the key. I see what's clean saying, though. I see what like you're when you saying, look back though. in your car yep. and you have and you look and you have those things in your windows. Mm-hmm. That's all you're going to see hanging down. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yep. I see what you're saying now. Yep. Or the yeah, ones yeah, that yeah, hang mine. down the back, kind of like a police gate or whatever. The, yeah. <laughs> thing uh yeah. those like yeah i just i agree I, I think i think they're overrated i think i think you can you know but you're like a drawer guy like I, we, we've talked about your drawer oh, organization drawer skills yeah. and so like you can put everything in your drawer and be fine right like yeah. you can oh for sure. that's what i think like if you got molly panels just build some drawers but most people that have molly <laughs> panels also have drawers which i'm also like why do you have so much stuff like what right? stuff do you bring <laughs> yeah please give me a list because i'm interested yeah. Um, it's like oh to hang my fire extinguisher no 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 get an element don't what are you, what are you doing those, those are pretty sweet yeah. i need to pick up some that would be a cool place to be sponsored by those yeah. aren't overrated they're no. underrated underrated so underrated category to my left here <laughs> is fire extinguishers like bring them people yes even Always if you don't one. need it and something crazy happens like you can help someone else out so I uh yeah fire extinguishers and the element steve mentioned that on our was it our christmas special yeah it was our christmas one yeah. and uh my wife listened to it and bought me a couple of them uh <laughs> and they're in my cars right now shout out to the so, wife <laughs> um yeah uh it's nice to have the jeep because the jeep mm-hmm. doesn't have a lot of like storage nope. nope it's an old jeep you know it you know they don't they didn't just they just so didn't make they didn't, it didn't think didn't about it there no uh <laughs> Uh, and so, uh, so yeah, so we got one in there and it's nice, compact and easy and stays mm-hmm. in there nicely. Um, and then like we had one, we had to get them because I guess two years ago from the rally, me and Billy left and, mm-hmm. um, there was a van that was on fire and Whoa. we were like going down the road and Billy was driving us in and I was like, is that van on fire? And he's like, that van is on fire. And it wasn't like a crazy big fire yet. It was kind of contained sure. to the back, to the back wheel area. And I was like, yeah. Pull over there. I got a fire extinguisher. He's like, are you yeah. serious? I'm like, yeah, if I can pull over there. And so we jump out, <laughs> carry the fire yeah. extinguisher over, get the fire out. Yep. Uh, fire department comes up. They're like, oh, man. I was like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be good or not, but we got it started <laughs> for you. I said, this yeah. thing's empty. You want to take it? He said, sure. He took it with him. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I said, see ya. I'm going to get back on the road. And awesome. uh, got out of their way so they can do their yeah. jobs, you know. Um, Absolutely. But, yeah, it's like, fire you know, that's why you never know when when mm-hmm. you can help someone out and yeah. you know i don't know if that two minutes would have made any difference but it, you could have de- it could have delayed it two minutes long enough for the fire truck to get there you never know yeah, it's just oh. it, it's crazy right um so we got some more in here uh kaylee uh with rome for low had a good one she said windshield wipers <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i like that (laughs) um deeds t4r uh, roto packs nice um and he he explained he gave me a why you know which i'm trying to talk to my nine-year-old about why it's important that you explain why when your teacher asks for it primarily your grade um but yeah 
Yeah. He said because jerry cans are more useful and practical because they can mm. store more gas and water. So that's okay. pretty logical. Yeah, that makes sense. And what is the value of roto packs? I've I've never I've never owned them or really looked at them. Are they yeah, are they smaller than a jerry can, right? They're, they're thin. Yeah, they're they're pretty thin. Like I had two roto packs uh for water uh that fit perfectly in, like beside my drawers in my old setup. Uh, I ended up giving it to uh, Matt Bowling actually, and he he runs them. But it's just, I think that they're just like the the form factor is what people gravitate towards. But if you're strapping it on the outside of your truck, like I don't know, maybe you could stick it in places that like a normal Jerry can you you wouldn't necessarily fit. But no, yeah. I, I'm I'm saying I don't. It's kind of fall in the middle. You're talking me into it, okay. Steve. Yeah, you're talking yeah. me into it. You're a better I mean, sales guy they... than you say. Leave it on to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh you got me with form factor like i i because yeah. that's one thing that i would gripe about jerry cans is mm-hmm. is they're not they're not very i mean well then let me add, let me add to this little sales pitch so another reason because i had a, a giant seven gallon tank that also fit in the drawers uh that's a big and, tank yeah and so i didn't want to deal with hauling that up and out and over all my drawer system so you're dealing with less weight because there's less volume in each roto pack, so it's easier to move around and and either get the water. I say water, the the, the liquid in or out of it. it it's just can you pressurize less them? Hassle. Uh, like maybe like a little squeeze thing to like. I bet you could. It. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I think the I think the gas ones have a, a vent just because if they're outside, you know, they they will. But I think the waters you could pressurize them. Maybe a, a PSI or two. I don't know how the seams yeah. are. It's like the water like, port, you, thinking, you know. Yeah. You could like mm-hmm. pressurize it and you know, squeeze you the bottle could. thing. I don't know. Um, yeah. The water ports are pretty cool. They're, I think they're overpriced. I think it's an overpriced okay. overland yeah. accessory. If there's, mm-hmm. we do a new category now, we're just going to have like eight categories <laughs> oh by the time God. we're done. This is just... <laughs> Uh, welcome to my ADD. Um, <laughs> I say this is ADHD everywhere. <laughs> yes. Another thing I that I know I uh, am lucky enough to uh, to have as well. Um, that, <laughs> those are expensive to hold your yeah. water, bro. Well, like, how much are they? And they're not even like automated, like the cool little ones that Jeff found from Walmart. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> those are cheaper than the water yeah. ports. Hold more water. Mm-hmm. And like they're powered, they're twelve yeah, volt powered. Better, yep, yep, yeah. Like that's yeah. awesome. Now yeah. they're you know they're not as cool of hanging up. You know the 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 accessories where they can hang up the water ports are cool. Yeah. I don't think they're a hundred dollars extra cool. Mm. So so how much do they how much do they cost the water ports? They're like two fifty yeah. for wow. their like kind of regular run of the mill one. So they have. Um, they have the water ports and then they have the road showers. Road showers are like almost just like um, giant four inch PVC pipe that you hang on your roof rack. Uh, oh, and actually, yeah. our, our buddy, our buddy um, Isaac has one on his FJ Cruiser. Uh, I've seen um, rednecks make those out of actual PVC pipe <laughs> yes. and yeah. just put an air uh, chuck, chuck on it. Yeah. yeah. In it. And That's they exactly pressurize the it with their air compressor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh then they get they get they get regular water out of it yep. they paint them black yeah. yep so it warms up in the sun <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. a road shower for um, sure peyton uh we went to the outer banks with him yeah uh, benton and uh nick 
over in uh, Nashville okay. the first time we went out there and he had one of those they had built one uh, like the week they were going out there they built it <laughs> nice nice <laughs> uh, so the water port 3.85 mm-hmm. gallon uh tank mm-hmm. is 250 wow so you're right on the money 100 more dollars yeah. and i think the uh i think that the one we got was like 100 maybe it's i just recently checked because uh one of my group chats were talking about it and it went up to 150 but yeah i remember getting it at 100 yeah so um, i mean that's that's more water mm-hmm. uh and like i don't know can you just like this thing this water port doesn't look like it just sits in your sits in the back of your car as easy as that thing does like yeah, the, the base it kind of you would think it would like rolls around and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would want like pressurized water if like if I'm thinking about climbing up mountains, right? You're going up to Imogene Pass, you start at the base and you climb up to eleven thousand feet or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know what like pressure, like if it's all the way pumped up to five PSI, what's that pressure gonna do inside that water port? I don't know. I mean like a massive sure it could handle it. To- yeah, I'm sure it could handle it, but I I don't know if I'd yeah, that's that's interesting. If I, if um, I was inside of the truck, yeah, I wish they were cheaper. They're cool. It's a cool idea, cool design. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think the the hitch thing is pretty cool on them. Even though if it was on the Land Cruiser, I would drag it everywhere and probably break it. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but I guess that's something you put down after you like maybe get somewhere. I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah. I just like to do hood rat shit. <laughs> um, in my anchors before I get to camp normally. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What else we got? So, we've got water. Um, we talked roto packs, jerry cans. Mm-hmm. It looks to be most of the, the, the messages here. I think, uh, I think this, we have this story going on our, on Instagram, and I think it's, it's turned into things that annoy me about overlanders. <laughs> so, um, We'll save us all some pain and yes. not go down the route of uh <laughs> of of our our tendencies as human beings. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure as the night goes on, the more more whiskeys will flow and people will get yep. more brash too. So it should be interesting <laughs> oh, yeah. to check in uh, later on and see what they are. <laughs> Do you have any other ones, Steve? Oh man, I think uh, uh, I think I think we covered a lot of them. I mean. All, all, oh, mm, do I want to say this next one? Mm, you do. We've already covered all the oh, things people like already. Right. Damn. Uh, I, hmm. So this is gonna mm. this is gonna come with like a very very a big uh, yes, a very big disclaimer. Uh, with all due respect. With <laughs> all due respect. Thank you. <laughs> Uber expensive suspensions. Like I'm talking like high end like i understand the need for them right like if we're talking like king's triple bypass and like custom valving and things like that like if you wheel hard like lee i'll 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 use lee as an example he has kings uh he also has like completely rebuilt his own upper and lower control arm not control arms uh lower links using like aluminum so like his build is very like he wheels it. He wheels it hard. 200 series and 37s. Uh, he has kings. I can see the purpose for his kings in his build. But when I see like a nearly stock forerunner rolling around Brentwood on like 
bougie, very expensive icon, like full icon build out. I'm just like, you're going to spend so much money and icon makes an incredible product, but you're going to spend so much money on a suspension system that needs to be rebuilt in 30,000 miles. And those 30,000 miles is going to be you maybe hitting your gravel road up to your mailbox. You know what I mean? Like I see the value in very high end suspensions and I'm not saying like cheap out on your suspension because the suspension is a key component to the vehicle. But if, if like for the, the overrated people seem to gravitate towards just immediately going for the, the top tier suspension systems without like actually thinking about things. So that's my, with all due respect. <laughs> sounds like, sounds like some people have got some good sales jobs done on them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I agree. Um, I have like a, I've always gone. Well, I'll take that back. I, I do have the most expensive. Um, damn it, Steve, you're getting me again here. I do have the most expensive uh, bolt-on lift kit that you can put yeah. on a Jeep CJ. It's still cheaper than the Land Cruiser lift kit <laughs> that I bought. <laughs> and it's crazy. double the... Uh, that was uh, It was about 1500 all-in for this lift kit. Um, yeah. it, it included springs, shocks, Wow. Shackles. Everything. Bushings. Yeah. Uh, and uh, plates. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Um, and that's really uh, like that's a full on suspension. Yeah. Yeah. And it's four and a half inches. It's it's basically mm-hmm. what you got to put on these things to get 35s on. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. uh, but you can the, really the only way to go above that lift is to then to do a spring over lift where you put the springs mm-hmm. on top of the axle. And then at that point yeah. you can, you know, you can go to your heart's desire. Yeah. Um, but once you get so tall, it's, it just becomes tough to drive it. Right. So ideally yeah. you want it low and, and flexy, mm-hmm. which in order to do that, that's the, really the next stage up is not more leaf springs. It's, it's do a coil or link suspension system yeah. is the next logical move. That would be really expensive, um, really expensive. But um, when you look at like the Toyotas and the Land Cruisers and, and those kind of things and for what we're doing to them in these areas, mm-hmm. I agree. I, I think your middle of the road suspension is is probably the most ideal suspension setup for most mm-hmm. of those vehicles. Um, but a, as you were talking, it, it, it kind of I think it, it 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 I think everything we've talked about comes to a a, a, a point in. Mm-hmm it goes back to who we are as bankrupt overland, our culture, our community, who we've been in the beginning is everything we've talked about that is overrated is 90% of the time, just underutilized. Yeah. And and you said it on the, yeah. on, on the, on the suspension, right? It's, it's an mm-hmm. under you like you're paying for one of the most, one of the best setups you can have. And, and you're yeah. using 10% of what that thing can do. Yeah. And so I think this whole podcast just goes back to what we started with, which was just get out and go, right? Like use the stuff that you have. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, if you got a cool light set up, go set up camp in the middle of the night and don't worry about it. Do it, man. (laughs) You ain't got to worry about it. You got the lights, dog. (laughs) Um, I think, yeah, I think to your point, I think it boils down to value proposition, right? It's like you can get 90% of the performance out of product X, but that last 10% will be exponentially more expensive than product X. And, and if you, if you use that uh, uh, 
then then it's then it's worth its value, right? But if you never exceed twenty percent of it, and like that may sound it that kind of got all mumbled up in my head, but like it if you're not gonna use the full the full extent of the product, then is it overrated? Or are you just not again going back to the Weeboo? So are those expectations of how you're gonna use a product's not properly set? Yeah. Yeah. Or and and if it's underutilized, go find something to do with it and yeah. call us idiots and tell us we're wrong <laughs> because you do all this stuff with it. And at the end of the day, that'll that'll get us satisfaction because you're out there doing it. And we're gonna love Definitely. seeing you out there having fun. Um, so use those fun things you have, put those t- rooftop tents on and go plan you a trip where you need it. Um, you know, go somewhere and and try out your cheap winches or your expensive winches, right? But you gotta go get Doesn't stuck matter. to try it yeah. out. <laughs> definitely <laughs> you got to go do some fun shit to yep. to try out all these things so um i think when i we, you know when i look back and and i look at summarize the podcast everything that we talked about that was overrated is just really underutilized and people yep. don't really get to get the chance or opportunity to use them as they really want to and sure. we see these really cool accessories driving around our our brentwood bubble uh and you're just like man you got the coolest rig in the world but i can tell it's never been off road because i don't see a scratch on anything um and you just want to go wheel it uh you know we were i was over down at the shop the other day and i think i put it i might have put on instagram when i when i when i was still cranking over there and uh Mm -hmm. it was uh basically a a, you know twenty thousand mile uh 80 series that was oh. getting the works put on it. Icon suspension, yeah. new bumpers, wow. all this, this great build. And yeah. I was like, they're never taking it off road. Are they they're like, never, mm, damn, <laughs> never, <laughs> ever. That's, a, that's so unfortunate. Cause a lot of these products, maybe not the shovels, but like a lot of the products are, are really, really good pieces of equipment. If you can find that, that use case for it. So, Oh yeah. I mean, you're talking stuff that's, that's going to be great. Um, but I guess that's why you got salespeople in the world and yeah. <laughs> you got marks. Uh, it's just what it is. Um, but it's a, this, <laughs> this one that got spicy, but I like it. was just fun. what this it one. is. This was a spicy yeah. one. This was a real spicy episode. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I think that that covers, I don't, I don't think there's any more negativity on things i want to bring up I, i'm, nope, I'm, I'm done I'm, I'm out on it and, <laughs> i'm gonna go watch cat videos uh, yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> this was a fun one thanks for the folks who gave us some some good talking points um i agreed with some some i think i put in the middle uh yep. i think we created new categories for some as well <laughs> um but there are some overrated overpriced overland equipment out there and some really bad trends like overland podcasts so if you're still with us <laughs> by this point um we love you and yep. look forward to hanging out with y'all next time <laughs>